What's up, everyone? It's your favorite podcaster of all time. That's not really a podcaster. <laughs> um, this is gonna be a bonus episode, if you will. Um, one of these nights where I really can't sleep, and I'm kind of in my own mind about things, right? So, so much has been going on lately, and I guess the only way to really let you understand the mindset I'm in right now is like, you know, when a bunch of things happen at one time, right? These events can be unrelated or they can kind of branch off each other. But whatever way, whatever it is that's happening, everything in its own way ties together and starts to blend <coughs> excuse me and starts to blend things in such a way that <coughs> excuse me it makes sense right so you all know that um Mazi has a a blunt podcast right so she today told me to look up this um documentary called Finding Joe on YouTube. And if you have not watched it, you should definitely fucking watch it. Um it's very insightful, right? But at one point it says to love yourself for who you are. Right? I know I've done other episodes where I talk about compromise and, you know, changing, but only if the change is good, only if you want to change, right? It's for you. But loving yourself for you, obviously, per usual, you know, we had two different interpretations of it, but I just had to rewatch it myself to make sure I heard what I heard earlier. Yeah. So loving yourself, you have to love yourself 100% authentically you. Meaning those little small flaws, right? Like for me, I happen to have a very dark sense of humor. Some people don't like dark senses of humor, right? Like they don't like the little jokes like, oh, they should go ahead and just jump off a bridge. Like people don't like People to say shit like that, right? Because they, they, they're oversensitive. Oh, why would you say that? Whatever. It's a fucking joke. That's how I feel about it. But whatever. Everybody have their type to own opinion, right? right? So I will never get mad at somebody for having their own opinion. But I love that about me. I feel like I've had such a shitty ass life that learning to laugh at the bad is not such a bad thing you know like it doesn't have to be this volatile thing it doesn't mean that I'm gonna like people get on my nerves I'm like damn I should go kick him in that fucking face it doesn't mean I'm gonna go kick him in that face I mean I might but it's like I'm not gonna go kick somebody in the face for no reason you know like that's a bit of a scream but it's like that's the way I express myself and so for the longest time I've dealt with someone telling me like oh don't say this don't say that but it's like why not if that's how I express myself in a moment and I'm laughing about it, if it makes you uncomfortable, don't be around me. I feel like that's the biggest takeaway 
I feel because I feel like as people, the majority of us, we're so concerned about how the other person is going to view me. How would this other person view me? I have to shrink myself and my personality because this person is going to be easily offended by me telling them to go fuck themselves. Or me telling them, oh yeah, I should go. This person got my nerves. I hope they fucking drive off the side of a cliff. Like, if you can't be yourself and love yourself enough to not shrink yourself for someone, it's a wake-up call. And I feel like finding Joe, finding your bliss, like, for example, comedians like Dave Chappelle, I don't agree with everything he fucking says, but he's funny. He he honestly is. Like, I don't agree with all the shit he said. I feel like some shit is problematic, but that's my choice to keep listening to him. But he's unapologetically himself at the end of the day. You love him or you hate him, or you're somewhere in the middle like I am, right? I don't hate the dude because that's his fucking craft. I appreciate his jokes, what they are. Some of them are funny. Some of them I feel is very fucking problematic. But I choose to keep looking at his fucking Netflix specials when they come out. I choose to keep putting money in his pocket because I know he's going to say some fucking shit that's going to rub me wrong at some point. But you can laugh at it. And I feel like that's how I am as a person. Yeah, I might say some shit that might rub you wrong, but you make the conscious choice to be around me. And I feel like my problem is, or was, for certain people, I would allow them to kind of dictate the way I spoke. And it's like, why? I just turned 28 on the 4th of January. And it's like, I'm getting older. I'm not getting any younger. And if I'm sitting here... Always, I might not know what my bliss is right now. I might not know what my actual purpose in life is. But I know it's not to fucking people please suck ass and bend over for every person who has a problem with something that I say. And don't get me wrong. I definitely don't for every person. But there are certain people in my life who I've noticed I'm apologizing. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. And I'm trying to explain myself. It's like, why? Like, motherfucker, if you that sensitive, don't be around me. If it's that much of a problem, don't be around me. Because I'm not going to keep on apologizing for jokes. Or I'm not going to, like, if something offends you, cool, tell me. If I And if I care about you, I will try to watch myself, you know, engage how I'm speaking. I'll probably try my best to not say certain things around you. But it's like, at the same time, I have dark humor. And this is the things I noticed about some of my friends. Like, the majority of my friends, we have dark humor. We laugh because we can laugh at shit. I heard this thing on the, on the um, me and Mozzie was listening to, or she goes by Saturday L now, you guys, who, who follow me and follow her. But she... We were listening to a podcast, and during the trailer, the woman just says, I know he pushed my daughter off that balcony, and I bust out laughing, because like, I, I don't know, I, it, it just made me laugh, and she's like, why would you laugh at that? And I was like, it's just, it's just the way she said it. It was funny to me, you know? But it's like, I didn't apologize for laughing, because this, this shit was funny to me, you know? And it's like, I feel like if you're going to be around people, you need to know them you know i wouldn't make a joke around her about 
pushing someone off a cliff or off a balcony. But if I heard some shit, I'm going to laugh. Like, for some reason, to me, the word blunging is the most funny shit. It can be the most serious conversation. I'm going to laugh if someone say blunging. I don't know why that word is tickling to me, but it is. And before y'all, people who are sensitive as well say, oh, well, it's not funny if it happens to you. I've had family members who were murdered in certain ways, you know, being bludgeoned, shot, whatever. I've had that. And I'm still going to left the word. The word is, is a funny word to describe something, <laughs> in my opinion. But again, that's my opinion. And I feel like the Finding Joe um, documentary really just makes you understand that there's gold in even the most... Whatever person you feel... It's the most evil person. There's gold in them too. And I feel like we're all chasing the same dream in our own ways. Because we all want to feel important. Right? Whether that's to ourselves or someone else. But we all are gold. We all have the ability To be more than what we are right now. And the first step is accepting who you are. I accept that I am a loving, caring, nurturing, giving person. But I also accept that if you look at me wrong, I'll beat your ass. (laughs) Like, there's still parts of myself. But... The part of growing up is learning how to control those impulsive parts of yourself. And I feel like truly accepting you is also you having to accept those flaws, those not so pretty parts that you don't want to talk about. Those parts of you who you're embarrassed to show. Because you know if somebody else seen this part of you, they're going to run or they might get scared or they might not like you. Or they might judge you. You have to stop judging you. You have to care about you enough that if even if you found no one in this world, you have you. And that documentary, it really spoke to me because sometimes I feel so alone. Ever since my brother passed away, I feel alone. I feel like I don't have no one here who I can truly talk to. Or show a vulnerable side to. Because people who mask themselves as being here, I seen parts of them that made me know that they weren't ready for the true me. And that's okay, because everybody's not going to be, right? But you have to be ready for the unapologetically ugly, disgusting wild side of you and love that side of you just as much as you embrace the loving caring generous giving whatever other beautiful side you want to tell people we all come with our own warning label we all come with our side effects yeah i can be the most loyal partner i'm not gonna cheat on you no i'm not i'm not gonna ever have you second guessing if i'm doing something with somebody else i'm not but I do have a temper. I do get insecure over certain things. I do need reassurance. But those are sides of me you won't see 
unless I feel vulnerable enough to show you. I do keep secrets. I can mask my emotions. Most people aren't up for the challenge to break that shell. On the outside, I appear to be this mo- this independent, strong, tall, black person who just don't need nobody. But inside, I am a scared child looking for someone to love me in the way that I deserve to be loved. And their requirements is not me telling you, oh, this is what I want. No, these are requirements to be in my life now. And I feel like once we all develop requirements of the people who we want close to us, that's when you start to weed out who deserves, who really earns a spot to be in your life or not. But that comes once, that only comes after you meet your own requirements. Tonight I had a test. I'm not going to go into detail what that test is right now, a different episode, right? But tonight I had a test. And I could have did what I normally did. But I didn't. I chose me, my sanity, my peace, my comfort. And when I drove away, it felt good. It felt good for more than one reason. The biggest reason because it built trust, not only with myself, with other person, but most importantly, myself. You have to trust, love, honor, support you before you can require someone else. You have to meet your own requirements to be able to find your blissfulness and whatever that may look like. The things that you enjoy that bring you happiness. Do that first. And then that way, you are okay with someone else being there in ways. But the first time or however many chances you give them. But the first time they show you, you know where you, you hold them at. That's what's important. You're not going to cry and plead to hold on to that person. You're not going to hold on to them because they're not meeting your requirements. You'll be able to let them go. Because no one got you like you got you. No one got you to the other point but you. And it's important to know that. Thank you for listening to my rant. But like I said, my mind right now, I'm about to journal. I feel like a lot of the words aren't coming to me the way I want them to. But I wanted to get that off my chest because my mind was speaking. And so I spoke with it. <laughs> but as usual, thank you for joining in to Joy's Crazy World. Where my crazy ass mind come up with weird ass shit. <laughs>